What's up, everyone? In today's episode of the podcast, I am flying solo and I'm breaking down the greatest TV show of all time. Uh, I want to try something a little different with the podcast. So if you would let me know what you think of this, I kind of want to take this pop culture route and like rank some of this stuff. My next potential pod I was thinking about was doing the best villains of all time. So if you like this uh, style, you think this is cool, uh, let me know somehow, comment, like, share, text me, DM, whatever. But uh, yes, thank you as always for listening. And also, I'm going to try to start adding some more effects and whatnot to the video side of that. So if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube, you may want to check that out. But like I said, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. And without further ado, here's the episode. What's up, everyone? Thanks for uh, checking in. Uh, I got a little different format of the podcast today. I wanted to go over something I've been arguing about with people for a little bit of time now. I want to go over the greatest TV show of all time. Um, And so this is a big, lots of opinions. This is a big topic. It's lots of different shows to consider. Lots of different types of shows as well. So, uh, you know, I think you have to start with some criteria. And here's the criteria that I used. Um, It needed to be at least 50 episodes. Uh, I, you know, took into account the star power and the quality of the acting, um, the quality of the storytelling and the writing, and how it holds up over time. And one thing to mention, a little caveat, caveat, whatever you say that word, is that I'm not considering reality TV because it's just it's its own separate thing. And if if this if you like this type of content, then maybe I'll make one and compare, you know, Survivor and The Bachelor and whatnot. So uh, this is just scripted television shows. So uh, to start the honorable mentions that didn't make the list of 24 the West Wing, ER, and Hill Street Blues, which if you're under 35-ish, you probably have to Google. I vaguely remember it. I know my mom watched it. Uh, I don't remember too much about it. I remember it was like a police show. Um, so, But the list that I do have for nominees for The Greatest Show of All Time, I broke them down into three categories, drama, comedy, and animated. The dramas I have, Breaking Bad, Ozark, Dexter, Game of Thrones, MASH, which kind of fit into both categories, Lost, The Wire, Sopranos, This Is Us, Mad Men, Walking Dead, Grey's Anatomy, and Gilmore Girls. That's the dramas. The comedies that I had are Modern Family, Golden Girls, Friends, Seinfeld, The Office, The Cosby Show, and Saturday Night Live. Now, these are not just all my submissions. As I was talking to people prepping for the pod, I had a lot of people giving um, their suggestions. I was like, okay, yeah. And then as I did the research, I just looked at Emmy nominations, number of seasons, uh, stuff like that. So those are the comedies. And then I have three animated shows, South Park, The Simpsons, and Family Guy. Um, I do think that it's tough to just look at all those shows as they are and say, okay, well, this one's the best. So I tried to kind of eliminate them 
in an organized way. So let me go through the ones that we, we are eliminating right away, right off the bat, and I'll tell you why we eliminated them. The first one to get eliminated is Ozark. There's not enough episodes. I think there was only 44 episodes. Uh, and I do think that 50 episodes, you know, I was going to say five seasons, but shows do things so differently. But I do think 50 episodes is sort of the cutoff for you're doing you have to really do consistently great content to put out 50 good episodes so ozark didn't have enough and also the ending is questionable so it may fit into um a category i have later of shows that got eliminated but ozark already out mash i just don't know that it has the widespread appeal because it's so old um i vaguely remember again it was a show my mom watched but it is interesting to note that the series finale at its peak had 121.6 million viewers that's basically all of the united states at the time was watching mash so i mean even though it's it's not gonna be in the running it's still warrants being mentioned that it was a huge show in its day um, the Cosby Show eliminated. Um, unfortunately, it was a, a sh it was a show that showcased a successful black family, which was pretty new at the time. But with all the stuff that happened with Bill Cosby since then, it's sort of tarnished the show, and I don't think you can consider that. Like I said, those three animated shows: Simpsons, Family Guy, South Park. I just, it's weird to kind of compare them in there. And that's another, like, you could probably do your own, like, what's the best animated show of all time. But I eliminated those three because it's just kind of weird to compare them to um, non-animated shows. Then we have two 90s hits, Seinfeld's, Seinfeld and Friends. Uh, I just don't think they hold up. They are streaming. Uh, I think they're both on Netflix right now. Um you know, and people that like those shows and liked them when they were on will go back and watch them. But you don't see a bunch of people like, oh, hey, I just started streaming Friends for the first time and it's so good. It just it doesn't really happen. So I don't think I think in, it had its moment. Those shows had their moment in the 90s. But I'm not sure that that carries over and translates to success like we'll see with some of the other shows um, in the 2000s. Um, so. Those those are out. Then there's three shows that I haven't even seen that were recommended. Gilmore Girls, Mad Men, and Grey's Anatomy. And in my mind, I was like, if I haven't seen them and haven't really been like, there aren't a bunch of people around me like, hey, you really got to check out this show. It's so good. I just don't think it can be considered the greatest. So it's not me saying, oh, any show I haven't seen can't be the greatest. I'm just saying that if a show is really that good, it'll be pushed on people to watch. And those three shows for me then we have the walking dead which you know came out of the gate was really cool but it's like how many times can we just get away from bad guys and zombies like we get it zombies so uh and i think it's still going i think it's winding down now i got lost somewhere in season five where it's like okay cool i get it so that's out then there's a couple sitcoms modern family and the golden girls and i, I just put good not great in my notes for them. I mean, Modern Family, I really enjoyed. I just finished um, getting through that series. And, you know, it is. it just felt like kind of junk food for the mind. Like, you, you don't really have to think. The characters are funny. They're familiar. Like, all right, cool. But, I mean, when you're talking about the greatest show of all time, eh, I just don't think either one of those shows. And The Golden Girls, I remember really liking, which I'm sure I wasn't the demo. I was a little kid when it came on. But it was very funny. But, again, it's kind of a formulaic sitcom 
and I don't think you can consider those in that category of the greatest of all time. Then I have one that doesn't fit in any category, Saturday Night Live. It's been on for almost 50 years, which is amazing. Um, it has, I can't even remember, a ton. Oh, let me look real quick. 929 episodes, which is just incredible. But it doesn't, you know, it's a, it's a live sketch show that has evolved and changed over time. I just, it doesn't fit anywhere, but it definitely, I mean, for how culturally relevant it's been, you know, how it's swung political campaigns. I mean, it's done, it's been very impactful for almost 50 years. So, I mean, you, I don't think you can have a list of the greatest shows of all time and at least not mention it. So, but I did have it being eliminated. Um, again, it's kind of a, it's a weird format, but I, I just think there's, a couple shows that are better, but this should at least be on the list. Then I have a category that I call Titanic Vibes, the ship, not the movie. The show started out great, and it doesn't end that well. And I have uh, a couple there I've lost, which is was weird. Like, they woke up, and the whole thing was there in purgatory the whole time. Now, I have a couple friends who were like, that's not it, it was blah, blah, blah. But I thought there was a lot of storylines. I haven't seen it for a while, but when I watched it, I remember thinking, like, there's a bunch of what happened to the smoke monster and you know my buddy was trying to convince me well that was jacob's but anyway it just kind of went all over the place and then ended with hey the whole thing was just all there all in purgatory like what so bad ending i'm out on lost game of thrones now now when i say i'm out i mean i still enjoyed the show still glad i watched it but i'm looking for the michael jordan of tv shows so it can't be lost just can't game of thrones again incredible first seven seasons are awesome even there's moments in the eighth season but overall the eighth season you could tell the writers were already working on star wars they had mailed it in and it just didn't it the eighth season just wasn't good and it impacted the rest and if you remember back in the time people were like super pissed about how bad that season was so don't come at me with your game of thrones stuff at the time you were pissed at how bad it was so if you if you don't stick the landing you start out you look like this incredible invention of a ship but then you crash into an iceberg and almost everyone drowns you don't get to be the michael jordan tv shows so try to follow that analogy game of thrones out Sopranos, which I've only seen a couple episodes, but I know that the ending was super controversial. And supposedly, I got some insight from a Hollywood insider who happens to be my mom. She said that they originally ended that because they planned on doing a movie and bringing everybody back to do this outside movie that would kind of tie everything up. And then James Gandolfini died. So... But again, that's kind of like Ozark. No spoilers, but the way Ozark ends, like, kind of leaves things open-ended. I don't like that. Like, if you, if I invest time into your story, like, finish the story. It doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be, but I want some finality to it. So, Sopranos, out. Dexter, who, which is like a popular show that, like, people really ride for. Like, oh, I love Dexter, blah, blah, blah. But almost everyone says the ending wasn't very good. And then... They put out another season, I think, like maybe trying to fix the fact that they ended that poorly. But from what I heard, the last season wasn't very good either. The one that they brought back. So um, Dexter out. So those four lost Game of Thrones, Sopranos and Dexter Titanic vibes for those shows. 
Okay, so that leaves us with four contenders. Those four contenders are The Wire, The Office, Breaking Bad, and This Is Us. So let's go over a couple of those. Let's go over those in depth, kind of go over some of the stuff there. So The Wire is a show. It is older. I think it was like early 2000s. Like it's so old. I remember my friend Kevin Hill was like, you got to see this show, The Wire. It's so good. And I remember I started getting the DVDs in the mail from Netflix. That's how old. That should that should kind of give you like a real good gauge of when that show was super popular. So uh, it had five seasons, 60 episodes. And I would say before Breaking Bad came out, it was easily considered by... Uh, Hollywood experts to be the greatest show of all time has an incredible cast young Michael B. Jordan Idris Elba is in it and I thought the guy who stole the whole series was Michael K. Williams rest in peace played Omar was this incredible character Uh, I thought that was it was great the cons for the show it is a little dated they use pagers a lot which if you're under 25 might have to google um, and it, it has sort of an old feel when you watch it. It's been a while now. I take, I, I will say it's probably been whenever I was getting the DVDs long uh, since I've seen that show. So it might be due for a rewatch. But from what I can remember, even at the time, it felt a little dated. So that's, but that's our first contender. The second contender is The Office. Had nine seasons, 201 episodes. The pros, and, and I've caught a lot of flack from... My friends who are serious like TV and movie guys or people, they're like, oh, you can't have a comedy in there. Your list is already invalid. It doesn't count because you have a comedy. I think The Office is different. I really do. It's It was so culturally relevant in the moment. And then it goes on Netflix and almost has a second life where it picks up all these extra viewers. And then it becomes like... Oh, I'm doing my homework, so I just put the show on. And it's like people think, oh, well, these characters are like my friends, you know, and I just put them on the background because it's comfortable. I recognize them. I know what's happening. So um, I just think for the amount of cultural relevancy, and people don't even realize it, wrapped in 2013. So it's been off the air for almost 10 years. And it's still, when I when I go into offices, I see stuff, it's still the most quoted show you know, I know like our team, we quote it all the time. Like it happens all the time. Or you're still talking about that scene from the, you know, from basketball episode or a healthcare episode or whatever, you know, the Dundies and people are referencing these lines. And it, to me that like that is a sign of incredible art when it's still impacting the culture 10 years after it ended. Now, it had a little shaky ending, you know, um, the last few seasons were a little rough. I do feel like they nailed the last episode. I still cry every time Michael Scott comes on. Spoiler alert, it's been off the air for 10 years. But when he shows up in the final episode, I still get a little weepy, which is awesome too because in the moment, they didn't credit Steve Carell so that it would be a surprise to viewers. Um, so yeah, that at the time was a surprise to people too, which made that even better. Um, it's Netflix's biggest show ever. It was the most watched show. And it's also keeping Peacock afloat. So that's, I mean... There's a lot to be considered with The Office. Breaking Bad, the next contender, had five seasons, 62 episodes. The pros, that loaded cast. I mean, season one, you're talking about Brian Krantz and Aaron Paul. Like, wow, it's, that's impressive. And then in season two, you add Gus Fring, Saul Goodman, Bob Odenkirk, and Giancarlo Esposito. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, when, it, when those two guys come in the show, that show takes off. 
Um, and it's it has it had a satisfying ending, which is good. You know, it stuck the landing. And then on top of that, they did a movie, which you're like, oh, you did a good job ending it. Now you're gonna have a movie that might end it, that might ruin the ending. But the movie was good, and the ending of the movie was good. So they kind of stuck the landing twice, which I think is also impressive. The only con I could really come up with is the fly episode. If you've seen the series, you know that's just kind of this random episode. It's very controversial. If you go on Reddit, people will argue about the significance of it, why it was there. So, and it is kind of one of those episodes. I'm like, I don't really want to watch that if I'm watching it again. So that's Breaking Bad. The last contender, This Is Us. Six seasons, 105 episodes, written by Dan Fogelman, who also did Crazy Stupid Love. Incredible movie if you haven't seen it. Um, the pros for This Is Us, masterful cast as, you know, I mean, Sterling, Sterling K. Brown, Milo Ventura, Mandy Moore. I mean, loaded, loaded cast. Um, also, the penultimate episode, which is a cool way of saying the episode before the last one. I just keep describing it as beautiful. It was just an amazing, amazing episode. And again, This Is Us, there was no like you know, shocking ending or whatever, but it did a really good job of tying up the stories, giving us an idea of what the characters are going to be doing in the future after we leave them. And like, that's all I want, you know? And so up until the end of the series, I don't know that this show would have been as high on the list as I had it, but I just felt like they really navigated that final season in a way that showed how good they were as a show so i had it there the cons for that is that it was on nbc i i just think network tv it sucks i mean as far as like putting out good shows they were constantly moving it around you know they were starting and stopping at weird times they would like oh we're gonna put this episode on after the super bowl like that, that kind of stuff like, i don't want to have to try to find it you know what I mean? Most of these other shows, you can just jump on a streaming service and watch them. So, But if that's the only con for the show, wow, it's pretty impressive. So the four contenders, The Wire, The Office, Breaking Bad, and This Is Us. You know, I think, I think before Breaking Bad, I would have said The Wire, which might be a surprise because, you know, I don't think, I think a lot of people missed it because it wasn't, it was before the streaming era. I think if it was, if it lived on HBO Max, where I believe it is now, you know, when it was popular, I think it would have had a stronger push uh, later on. Uh, the Office, Breaking Bad, I think are both on Netflix. No, sorry, The Office is on Peacock. Breaking Bad, I believe, is on Netflix, and This Is Us is at least on Hulu. I don't know if it's on Peacock. So if you're if you want to stream these four shows, but to pick the winner. And I'll give you my rankings, the four. But the winner that I had, actually, let's do it like um, pageant style. In the fourth spot, I had The Office, which as a comedy is, I I do think is an accomplishment to even be considered on the Mount Rushmore of shows. And I think you can make the case. So for all your snobby TV friends, like you can't have a comedy in there, just bust out some of those stats I gave you. And and my friend was saying, oh, well, there's nothing... There's nothing artistic about comedy, um, acting, and writing. But if you look at show, you know, episodes like Goodbye, Michael, incredible. The season finale, incredible. And there's parts in there where you know Michael Scott is both lovable and a doof. Well, that takes some acting skill and it's, it takes some writing to be able to make that happen. So I've got The Office in number four. 
In number three spot, I have This Is Us. Uh, and I do think, like I said, before the start of the last season, I probably would have had it seven or eight on the list of the top ten. But I just felt like they really did a good job with the ending of that show. So it jumped into the third spot. And in the second spot, no, I should do the winner, right? Yeah, because then you just assume, yep. So the winner for me, the greatest show of all time is, drum roll, Breaking Bad. And I just think it. everyone who's seen that show, I don't know of one person that's like, eh, eh. Most people I would say that I talked to after seeing that show are like, that was... That was the best show of all time. Plus, you know, if you look at like the writers, the behind the scenes, showrunner, those people, like they then went from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul and spun off another hit show that's, you know, now in its sixth season, sixth and final season. So, like I said, they did the movie. So it created this world that has been wildly popular still. I still think it holds up. If you if you were to start it today and stream, I don't think it would seem dated. It wouldn't seem old. I mean, it's just from start to finish an incredible show. So so that's my top four. Breaking Bad, The Wire, This Is Us, and The Office. Uh, if you have if you think I'm off, you think I'm crazy, I missed a show. I didn't put uh Hardball with Keanu Reeves on there. And it should have been, let me know, send me a DM, post a comment, whatever. But let me know what you think. Did I get the list right? What did I miss? And again, as always, thank you for watching. Please feel free to like and subscribe. And I'll talk to you soon.